up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. Chum 104.5. Horoscopes. Aries. Mars is in the eighth house of transformation and sexuality, causing you to connect with that special person that you've had an eye on for a while. Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. Taurus. Look out for committing to something that's a little bit beyond your means today because you're feeling a little bit indecisive. Gemini. There could be extra sizzle in a love relationship that you won't want to miss out on that you and your partner need. Cancer. Cancer, it's time for you to get back into socializing. Come on, you need help for your friends? Get over the hump. You'll feel free to live your best life. It's going to be a good week for you. Leo. Tired of waiting for others to catch up to you, Leo? Know the feeling. There's nothing wrong with wanting to start your own path. Do it. Virgo. You'll find out that spending time with your family and friends is just what you need to unwind. Libra. Your mind is racing to find a new project to work on, but you won't find it by overthinking. Scorpio. You're feeling yourself and that nothing can go wrong. Today is all about having fun, Scorpio, and throwing your worries to the wind. Sagittarius. The moon is heading into your ninth house of belief systems and higher learning, and it's going to highlight the importance of relaxation today. Capricorn. Third house, that means communication. So Capricorn, it's encouraging you to have that heart-to-heart talk with someone very close to you. Aquarius. You're gaining some insights into your work ambitions with some trails. Pisces. You're going to be forced to look at the past for the answers you need today, Pisces. Good luck. Wonderful. Those are your Wednesday morning horoscopes. Needed again. The website is chum1045.com. Hit up the Marilyn Dennis and Jamar page. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Chum1045. You were right about Friday. What you talked about Friday. Friday. You're, the week? you're psychic and you know it. You're also a weather person. Oh, the weather. Yeah, the yeah, weather. yeah. Because, oh, I don't take credit for that. Well, no, but you said, I think we're getting some snow. I went, oh, I don't see it in the forecast. Well, you know what? That All that stuff that's happening on the West Coast, I'm, I'm sure you've seen pictures of California and yeah. all that stuff. Man, they, they're getting hit hard. A lot of that moisture is coming to see us on Friday. Five to ten centimeters of snow, probably. Uh, that looks like it on Friday. But in the meantime, it's just chilly. It's chillier today at this time than it was yesterday morning. Yeah. 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 Temperatures dropped. I, I saw minus three. <laughs> on the way in, I was like, ooh. Yeah. Luckily, yeah. Uh, we're in cars and stuff, right? We're in cars and we're toasty and it's all good. Um, so, what was I going to say to you? Um, I know Zaley's going to uh, do the uh, Golden Globes. There's something else I was going to say to you about all these storms. The storms. A lot of these stars, like Ellen DeGeneres posting about what's happening. Yeah, yeah. And I saw, I don't know California that well. Do you? Do you? Uh, I know I am. Moderately, not yeah, the best. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Palm Springs yeah. is getting flooding. Yeah. Now that's in the desert, but I guess yeah. the mountains. Exactly, and that's the big problem in California. You've yes. got these mountainous regions, and then the water falls, and then it runs off into these valleys. Yeah. Where there's not a lot of you know vegetation holding the soil together, so it right. just it just the drainage is bad. People's homes are getting destroyed. Like the stories are unbelievable, and you know everyone's been saying that at some point California is going to like break apart, unzip, and float off into the. Uh, Pacific, right? We're getting close to that. We're really getting close to that. I saw there was a picture of a train that goes. There's the highway, and then it go, goes down, and then there's the train, and then it goes down. There's the ocean. I went, well, not much longer. Yeah, I mean, look at this right here. I'm reading here. They say uh, parts of California are receiving 400 to 600 percent above average rainfall. That's that place is not really. I mean, 
They used to say it never rains in Southern California, and now it's raining too much. And now, and then the other thing they're saying, okay, so if that's the case, can we put the water into the reservoirs? And the thing is, they don't have the infrastructure to clean it, to make it filtered, to make it work. So all this water is going right back into the ocean. Wild. Anyway, we're going to get some of that precipitation on Friday. Okay. In the meantime, let's stay toasty. Yeah. Yeah. As, as toasty as we can. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know. Let me know. So for an award show that barely had any buzz around it come for these upcoming weeks, uh, the Golden Globes last night definitely had massive star power. So there was no award show last year for them, and they had to take a bit of a hiatus because people were standing up against the Hollywood Foreign Press Association because of their lack of diversity. Uh, so the show this year was hosted by comedian Jared Carmichael, and he kicked off the night by saying, I'm here because I'm black. Just addressing the elephant in the room. Then he went on and said, um, you can't go over it. You can't go under it. You got to go through it. After also saying that they didn't have a single black member until George Floyd was killed. Just crickets in the audience. But, I mean, he was speaking truths. He said, one minute you're making mint tea at home. The next you're invited to be the black face of an embattled white organization. So he knew his role. You know, but well, you I wrote take, those jokes. You take the opportunity. <laughs> you take the opportunities where you can. Moving on to the shows at this point, the biggest shows that we're seeing, which clearly tells us what we need to watch, is Abbott Elementary, House of the Dragon, HBO, and Drumroll for our favorite show in Maryland. You didn't watch, and now there's spoilers all over the internet. I'll the White watch, Lotus. The you White didn't watch White Lotus yet? No, I haven't. Right? Wasn't that her homework that over the holiday? I thought you watched that. No, I didn't. No. I watched the first one, but not the second one. Oh. I'm on it. Right. I'm on it. Jennifer I'm Coolidge won her first Globe for the role in The White Lotus, and everyone is saying that she stole the show with her speech. So Aubrey Plaza also starred in the show. She was nominated, but Jennifer beat her out. So Jennifer Coolidge got really emotional during her speech, but she was able to throw in some curse words and keep her humor. Mike White, you have given me hope for, just you've given me a new beginning, even this is the end, because you did kill me off, but it doesn't matter, because even if this is the end, you sort of changed my life in a million different ways, and my neighbors are speaking to me, things like that, and, and, well, I mean it, none of those people, I was never invited to one party on my hill, and now everyone's inviting me. And I saw a tweet last night that said, does Jennifer Coolidge even need to act because she is every character that she's ever played. She's the same like, person. This is she? exactly who she Very is. Funny. Very she sweet. received a standing ovation and she so deserves it. Yeah. Rihanna was on was not on the red carpet, but she showed up fashionably late with ASAP Rocky. That was a surprise to a lot of people. And a lot of people I saw on Twitter were saying if I won a Golden Globe, Golden Globe, I would also take that opportunity to go on stage to speak to Di- Rihanna directly, <laughs> which a lot of people were doing apparently. Sure, I'm gonna have to find some clips of that. But a lot of people were accepting their speak, accepting their trophy, but then speaking directly to Rihanna. That's wow. great. Taking the opportunity, shooting uh, their shot, and of course, it would not be an award show if someone didn't joke about the Will Smith Chris Rock slap. Leave it up to Eddie Murphy to do that. He said that there's a blueprint to follow to basically achieve success and prosperity and longevity and peace of mind in this industry. He said this blueprint he's followed his entire career, and he said it's very simple. Three things. Pay your taxes, mind your business, and keep Will Smith's name out of your bleep mouth. (laughs) 
So I guess he's just trying to give everybody else oh, you know, those that's, tips. That's a man that just won the Lifetime Achievement Award. He knows his stuff. He knows right? his stuff. Yeah. And I think people could laugh about it now. Yeah. <laughs> but the Golden Globes last night, really yeah. exciting show. Uh, there's a lot of red carpet looks on both of our uh, Chum social pages, on the Twitter page, as well as the Instagram page. But very exciting show. Very and I'm going to look into more stuff because we'll keep it going throughout the rest of today's show. Right. Nice. But that's what's trending. Thank you. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Come on. In, in the morning. My station. Chum 104.5. Um, you know when you uh, meet somebody and you, f- well, not meet them, you know them, but you forget their name? Yeah, I wish they had a jersey. <laughs> they had on a jersey? Well, you just know their last name. Yeah, that's it's, right. It's kind of a giveaway. Right. Um, so the first hack, the old generation hack was the, uh, you know, tell your partner, be like, hey, when I introduce you to this person, say their name, you know, introduce yourself, say your name so that they'll in turn say their name to you and then yes. I know it and it looks like you guys are just introducing yourselves to each other. Um, the new way of doing this, um, this is a TikTok hack. Okay. Um, what you do is you you say, you know, you, I, I say I see you in the hallway, but sure. I forgot your name. Right. Hey, good to see you. How you been? Hey, nice to see you too, Jamar. Right, right. Hey, you know what? There's this thing on TikTok where, um, did you know that it's really hard to say your own name three times fast because you're so used to saying your own name? Try it. Marilyn, 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 Marilyn. Marilyn, Marilyn. Oh, you got it. Oh, see, walked right into that one. See? Now I know your name. How long is that going to work, though? <laughs> I know. I'm going to try it, though, because yeah. a couple of people are who's Yeah, that's uh, a names good one. Them, no, um... I like that. I- I'll take any hack. Yeah. I'll take any hack. Yeah, so try that next time oh. you are, are stuck with someone's name. Be like, hey, it's hard to say your own name three times because you're so used you're not used to saying your own name. Okay, Everyone let's else. do it. Try now it. that we're socializing again, that might work. There it is. Okay. That's all I got for you. That's good. I like that. I just, I, have you ever just said, I can't remember your name? Uh, it depends on the person. It depends on the context. If it's someone who I know probably won't be offended by that because yeah. you don't have as many interactions, yes. I will say it. I'll be like, hey, tell me your name again. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I'll say it, and then, you know, then I'll overcompensate by giving them a hug or something like that. Oh, yeah, you, you know. Uh, and then they see no. through it and they go, oh, that jerk, right? And I think it's okay to do it that way because especially as people are coming back into work, I've had to do that a couple of times. Sure. I don't remember you. It's been two and a half years. But anyway, I like it. Jamar, Jamar, Jamar. <laughs> ah. The good one. Uh, of course. <laughs> Try it when you get to uh, work. Wake me up. It's Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Chum 104.5. Get up. So you want to have good relationships, not with just with your partner, but with everyone, really. Your your family, your friends, your professional people, your you know coworkers, your bosses. Um, there's a there's a ratio that you can use to get that done. Are you ready to hear this? I'm ready to hear it. <clears throat> it's the five to one ratio. Okay. And um, they're saying that this is the key to having happy relationships. For every one negative interaction you have with the individual, uh-huh. you have to have five positive interactions and if you can do that or more then you will have a happy relationship with them that's great yeah okay so we we interact with a lot of people right and we're just coming out of the cave now right after the you know what happened Mm -hmm. so they so it's like we talked about interactions just a second ago intention intentionally do something like smile yes a smile will work yeah. Um, also, a good gesture like, you know, maybe you get them a coffee or maybe you yeah. hold the door for them. Um, a compliment. Anything that is positive. 
So you can have the negative interaction, but if you follow it up with five positive ones, then that's where you get uh, the negative kind of thrown off the table. It's like the old sandwich thing when you want to talk to somebody about something that they're not doing correctly. You you give them something great. Yes. You tell them what is not right. Right. And then you end up with like, but you're going to be great. So, yes, yes, you know, yes, that, yes, that, yes. The same kind of thing. But now we're expanding to five. <laughs> it's five to one, but that's okay. That's good. Even in your, yeah. your, your relationships at home, you yeah. know, you get into an argument or um, a conflict with your partner. And it's fine. It's just it's you know part of the the recipe. But yes. Then you got to follow up with five good things. Right. So if you guys are fighting about I don't know uh, time management or something like that. Yes. Follow it up with you know maybe bring them lunch, uh, maybe a massage, a hug, a kiss. Hey, you look nice today. Mm-hmm. Hey, sweetie. You say something yeah. really cute. Endearing. Know? Yeah. Endearing. Yeah. yeah. And so it wipes that one negative thing off the table. You know, we learned how how to you know especially at home. Uh, with relationships, we learn from our our parents. Yeah. And when you were a little kid, just remember standing there and you're hearing your parents not getting along. Yes. And saying to yourself, I do not want to do that when I grow up. Right. Or that silent treatment. Oh, that's so not You just good. walk through the house and you see everyone just like walking past each other. Like, oh, this is uh, this is just how things are, right? <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> then you have to unlearn The worst. That. <laughs> Isn't that awful? Yes, yes. So yeah. um, five positives to delete the one negative. Five to one ratio. Remember that. Like that. Good morning, everyone. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar on Chum. <laughs> Funny story. Um, you know, parents, how you have to get your kids to do things. And sometimes they don't hear you when they're when you're talking because they're ignoring you. Yeah. Maybe they got the room door closed. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're not answering your text messages. Um, a mom went to desperate measures to uh, tell her child that, hey, don't forget to defrost the lasagna. Where could she find her child? Uh, track down the kid inside of Roblox. Oh. Roblox, the video game. Okay. That uh, I just definitely piqued the interest of millions of parents listening. They're like, what? Roblox? Because they just hear this all day in their house. Yeah. Um, this game is not a stranger to my family. My nephews play it to, like, ad nauseum. To the tell, point. Me, tell me what it is about. Ah, it's like, uh, what do you call it? It's like a role-playing game. Like an avatar thing? Kind of, yeah. yeah. You go inside, and then you uh, you get these Robux, which are this currency system inside yeah. the game, and you can buy things, and you can make weapons and build structures, and you go through it. That's, like, basically what I know about the game. Okay. And uh, basically, uh, my nephew is obsessed with it. And it's like a world. It's kind of like a, a metaverse in a, world, in a way. And uh, this mom in Chicago couldn't get the message through to her child that it was time to to uh, <laughs> defrost the lasagna. Yeah. So eventually, the mom gets onto the, Ro- the Roblox game, decides to find <laughs> their child driving in the car game in her own little vehicle and says, don't forget to defrost the lasagna. And on the like, game. On the game. <laughs> it's like, it. what? What are you doing in here? That's where we are in the future. That's where we are. Yeah. Uh, so you could text us at 104536. If you had to find your child inside of any video game, what game would it be currently? Because we know that they're all playing them. How do you get your kids' attentions these days? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of. It's, it reminds me a little bit of The Sims. Yeah, Sims, Sim City, right? Yeah, a little bit of that. I remember when that came. It's kind of like, like that, but it's like the updated. It's the updated version. Right. Of that right. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Is your sister-in-law or your sister? My complaining? sister. Uh, what her son's doing, like he can't get him No, she surrendered. She, she, sur- she, <laughs> she surrendered. She's like, here, take the Roblox. Do what you want. They're just sitting on the laptops all day. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, 
something that, that, that just imagine when Kobe gets older. Oh man! What the next you know gonna be platform some, is going to be? It's going to be some virtual reality thing. I'm going to have to plug a, a wire into my head by the time he gets old enough to find him. <laughs> Once upon a time, you have to find your kids outside. Come inside. Right. And now. Now it's come out of the video game. That's exactly right. Come outside. Come into the world. Defrost the lasagna. <laughs> Funny. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know, let me know. Kate Winslet seems like such a gentle and calming person. So an interview with her is going viral right now. Um, for her promo for Avatar The Way of Water, she was being interviewed by a child reporter. And I guess nerves got the best of her and she couldn't get her questions out because she said it was her first time. And Kate gave her a little bit of a pep talk before continuing the interview. Um, it's my first time. This is your first time? Yeah. Doing it? Okay, well, guess what? When we do this interview, yeah. it's going to be the most amazing interview ever. Okay. And do you know why? Because we've decided that it is going to be. <laughs> so we've decided right now, me and you, yeah. this is going to be a really fantastic interview. Okay. And you can ask me anything that you want, and you don't have to be scared. Everything's going to be amazing. Okay. Okay, you've got this. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. I feel like all of us need to go in our days by saying that this day is going to be amazing because I decided that it's going to be amazing. She should play in your earbuds. You know what I mean? Right? All the time. Yeah. On a loop. You're right. Yeah. Um, and I actually first saw the clip yesterday, but I only saw the portion of Kate Winslet speaking. I didn't see who the reporter was, and I really assumed that it was just a young reporter. I didn't know it was a whole child <laughs> doing this interview, but I love it nonetheless. But speaking of Kate... Titanic is returning to theaters on February 10th for their 25th anniversary. They have remastered it into 3D, 4K, HDR, and they're promoting it as this epic Valentine's Day weekend date. Wow. uh, Because it's the timeless love story, of course. But, like, I don't want to see that heartbreak in HD. (laughs) Like, I don't know if that's just me, but I can't watch Titanic to... That floating board looks bigger in 3D. Oh, my goodness. Makes, makes insult to injury even worse. The door? Right. Yeah, the door. <laughs> it's a no It's a no for me, but do what makes you happy. And that was a long one, too. Like, how, how long is Yeah, like three hours yeah. or something. Three hours and change. Um, but staying on the topic of rom- romance movies, Rom-Com Core is the latest internet obsession, apparently. So, basically, it's Y2K fashion making a comeback and really embodying that main character energy. Just on a day-to-day basis of your life. So think Cher Horowitz and Clueless or Vivian Ward and uh, Pretty Woman. Um, any rom-com that you could think of. So you're... Oh, okay. Think of what, like, a, the main character color, wears. Like, short skirts, right? Right. Like, herringbone really jacket. Playful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sandals, okay. low-rise jeans. Ah. Y2K. I mean... I don't think I will ever wear another pair of low-rise jeans in my life. But whatever makes you happy. What do you mean? <laughs> you wear men wear you wear low-rise jeans. Do I really? Okay. You do. Okay. Uh, cargo pants, though, those are making a comeback from Y2K. I didn't even think they left because I'm wearing them again today. Oh, okay. Okay, they didn't yeah. leave. They didn't leave. Yeah. Glitter graphic print baby tees. Um, I guess the pair with the low-rise jeans. Yeah. The fluffy teddy bear bags. Those I've been seeing everywhere. Yeah. Like totes, fanny packs, clutches, uh, plaid mini skirt, knee-high socks. Those are all come back. So anyway, the idea here is to romanticize your life and become the main character okay. of your favorite rom-com. All right. So rom-com core is that new style trend. Rom-com.
Tom Core. Yes. Okay. Just joining Barbie Core <laughs> and the rest of the cores. Yes. But that is what's trending. With Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Um, yeah, the future is here right now, and you can see it everywhere, especially in adult entertainment. Um, there is a uh, a nightclub in Vegas <laughs> that has a person, you know, the bouncer, who secures the venue, secures the employees, if you will. Um, this person is now stepping up their game in terms of technology. They're wearing a mech suit. Uh, a mech suit, which is essentially like a mechanical exoskeleton. And when the bouncer um, gets into the mech suit, he turns into a, a figure called the Bot. Wow. The Bot Johnson, which is a 15-foot tall robotic suit. Um, if you want to go see this place, it's called Sapphire's Gentleman Club in, uh, in Vegas. Never been. Um, but this has premiered at the uh, CES, the Consumer Electronics Show, and they say it is the world's largest bouncer once he's in the suit. 15 feet tall, walks around almost like the Terminator. Wow. That must be some really good entertainment. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Well, that's, first of all, that is like. Super cool. <laughs> super cool. Yeah. Um, and if you're at, like, can you imagine if you go into that club and you're like, oh, this is, like, you're not even paying attention to what's happening on the stage because you're, like, mesmerized by this. But what, what do you think the future is on this kind of stuff? I mean, it's wow. going to be hard to steal any bottles or, you know, yes. swipe, swipe the tips off the floor. Yeah. Uh, with this guy walking around in his 15-foot <laughs> tall suit. It's, uh, it's something out of a movie. I don't even. Uh, it is out of a movie. It, yeah, it looks like something yeah. out of a movie. It's wild. Big 15-foot-tall mech suit. Yep. Okay, so uh, if you're looking for new security, that is what's on the way. The mech suit. 6.55 on Chum 104.5. We're coming up next with a uh, a couple tidbits about the new book that everyone's talking about, Spare. And, uh, you know, not a, a lack of dirty laundry in that book, but he's not the only one. You have some, too. We're going to talk about that. Wake up, Toronto. Let's keep it moving. Good morning. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar on Chum. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. And, I mean, the memes are all over the place about uh, Harry and the things that he's revealing in his book about uh, what he's gone through in his 38 years That's of right. being a royal and then leaving the family with his wife, coming to Canada, then the United States. It's a lot. It's a lot. And this book, uh, we've had expert ex excerpts over the last couple of days because it was kind of leaked to uh, Spain. And we thought, oh, we, I think we got enough information. It is flying. Spare is flying off the shelves. People want more. They want more. And there's a lot. Yeah, well, he was all actually on Colbert yeah. uh, and talking about what we can expect from the book. Do you think that right now there is an active uh, campaign by uh, the rest of your family, by the royal house, as it were, to undermine this book and, and you yeah, as you support it? Of course, and, and mainly by the British press, because they but are... But aided and abetted by yeah, the palace. again, of course, but there's, there's... This is the other side of the story, right? After 38 years. They've told their side of the story, this is the other side of the story, and there's a lot in here that, you know, perhaps makes people feel uncomfortable and scared. <laughs> I mean, it's a very unique position to be in because, I mean, not every, I mean, like, every family has drama and, and craziness, and not every family has a whole press 
putting out a story about what's going on with you and then you have to sit there and watch it happen and then go, okay, do I actually just let them say this or do I write a book that everyone will buy so I can say my side of the story? Yeah. Most of us just have to sit here and deal with it, right? Or talk to the sibling that's causing the Or problem. talk to the sibling right? that's causing the but issue. You just told mom that I did that da and I didn't say that to you and you went and did that and told mom. That was my my... my whole narrative yeah, years ago. Right. And I thought, okay, first of all, I can't tell that sister, and I have to talk directly to my mom. And by the way, don't tell her too much. <laughs> exactly. So, but, but that's how stuff happens, right? Yeah. Like a texter who just uh, texted us their dirty laundry and yeah. they say text, uh, I know that my mother has wanted to divorce my father, even though she hasn't, the entire time. Wow. <laughs> she hasn't wanted to be with him the entire relationship. Dirty laundry. Mm. Uh, or another texter that says, my brother and my father hang out at strip clubs together. My mom doesn't know. Wow. Dirty that's like, dirty laundry. It's pretty weird, actually. Yeah, it's very weird. I, I don't know if I want to go up my you dad to one of those but you know, But you know when you get together with uh, family reunions and they start talking about people from your past that maybe are no longer around on the planet, mm-hmm. and they go, did you know your oh. uncle did? And I'm like, really? Yeah. And you kind of want it because this is the world that we're in. We want to verify it, but like, how did you hide that for so long? Because there's no way to find that out, right? Right. At the time. Like, I got stories. Well, uh, the stories are coming in. And continue. Text 104536. Listen, Harry is in a definitely uh, different situation than the rest of us. But it's very similar to all of our lives. There's dirty laundry in your family. If you had to write a memoir, what piece of dirty laundry would you include in it? Text to 104536. I woke up. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Good morning. The Jam Morning Show. Good morning. Take us anywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Wow. Okay, uh, we we asked you to text us the drama that would uh, in, be included in your memoir, much like a, a, a Harry who's just come out with Spare. Yes. Uh, was essentially his side of the story, including all the drama within his family, which a lot is shocking, but... What I'm trying to say is it's not so shocking because it's just the human condition. Everybody's got something. At least, though, when you talk to your own family about something that could be shocking, yeah, you're not taking it to the press. Right, because no one cares about your personal stuff. But, uh, you know, this is a very high-profile family. This yeah, is yeah. Uh, texter says, my great-grandmother poisoned my great-grandfather <gasps> because what? he cheated on her. What? This was in the 1800s. What? I think the statute of limitations is over, so yeah. we can talk about it. Now. We can talk about it. We can all discuss it. We can laugh about it now, right? Uh, yeah. Wow. I, things like that happen all the time, and this was probably before really good investigation, investigative work was around. Right. That's right. So you could just poison your granddad and, yeah. or your husband. And you make me mad. How, how'd she here. do it? We, uh, just, well, if you want to text us, then how she did well, it. Well, I have their number if you want to text them. Yeah, the yeah. Recipe. Uh, but that's amazing. Okay. Yeah. That's kind uh, of that's that family legendary story. Come on. They got that. Like, here's another one that's yeah. just a very common thing. It just happens all the time. Someone listening will be affected by this situation. Uh, my brother told me that uh, she, she has a goddaughter. Um, but it's really a daughter. Oh. And apparently this goddaughter lives in Cuba somewhere, you know, okay. in another country. You know, listen, how many yeah. guys have taken trips, you know? You go yeah. to Dominican Republic, you go wherever it is. Leave a little bit of the family behind. <laughs> right. <laughs> you leave a, yeah. Yeah. You, you drop that. A, right. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> a sample. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. It happens all the time. Yeah. 
many people walking around are products of that. Yes. Yeah, so here it is. Um, I think Harry addressed, too, um, the fact that a lot of people thought that his dad is not his dad. Yes. Right? He yeah. did address that. I have a friend who is convinced 100% that his father is not his father. And did he do the DNA thing? He hasn't done the DNA thing, but oh, he, he showed me a picture of the person he thinks is his father. Really? It's actually his mom's old boss. Oh, wow. And what did you see when you saw the pictures? Spitting image. No. I was just like, really, man? He's like, yeah, man. I, I, I don't even need to ask. I already know. That's not my dad. That's my dad. Why? Was this man in his life? In is his that life. why he has Always photo? bringing gifts. Uh, Every year, a Christmas gift. A couple bucks. Hey, here's $20. You know, like that whole thing. Did, did dad... Like the title of dad, yes. ever catch on that that guy could be the real father? I like, think willful ignorance. I, I see. think he just kind of like blocked yeah. it out. It's like Khloe Kardashian kind of story. Yeah, I mean, that's Hairdress. another thing. Like, yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. She looks nothing like the other Kardashian kids. Yeah, she's pretty. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah But yeah, yeah. she, she, they've tried to say that that's not the case, right? They're saying yeah. that it's yeah. ridiculous. I mean, it's just genes. Like maybe yeah. genes. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, happens more Some often. of them got the Armenian jeans, and, and maybe some of them she got, got the, Chris's the, jeans. The, the OJ jeans? Yeah. I didn't say that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, OJ said no. Okay. I don't believe any of these things anyway. All right. Well, Dirty laundry today on Chum. Happens all the time. Happens quite often. Mm-hmm. Happening right now, actually. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know, let me know. That big winter storm and Christmas was weeks ago, but Via Rail's CEO just released an apology to people who were traveling and were affected between December 23rd and the 26th. So people were trapped and they were stranded on trains for hours and tons of other trips were completely canceled on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day. Uh, They wrote, we appreciate the passengers. We're looking forward to holiday celebrations and family get-togethers, and we regret that for many, those plans were disrupted. We didn't meet your expectations, and for that, we apologize. So I know a lot of people are hearing that, and you're thinking, it was the weather. It wasn't you via rail. Like, what are we going to do? It was the weather. But what people are mostly complaining about is the lack of communication and the conditions on the trains. Um, so they described the conditions as cramped and unsanitary. They said there were bathrooms were out of service, no food or water, and as I mentioned before, a lack of communication. So they didn't know what was going on. They didn't know when they would be yeah. at their destination. They didn't know when they'd be moving. They were wow. just stuck for hours. Wow. Uh, so they're taking responsibility for that, and they're offering travel credits for people who were already on trains affected. And then full refunds for people whose trips were canceled on those three Christmas days that I mentioned, December 24th to the 26th. Um, they also promised to review their performance and training and say that changes will be made. So hopefully, if you are a Via Rail user, yeah, this provides some sort of relief so, for you. So many people were sidetracked over the holidays. It doesn't matter what way that you travel. It just, uh, uh, you know, we were waiting and waiting and waiting, and then stuff like that happened. Yeah, yeah and I a, think... A big collective screwing, really, right. for everyone. Yeah. Right, and I think for everybody, I think it's important in... Well, in any situation, communication. Yeah. That's what people need. Yeah, this train is delayed, or the bathroom is not working. The bathroom should... Right. That should have all been working before they even put people on the train. Anyway. Right. And you should be serving yeah. food and water, complimentary, like, just... You know, don't make it a money grab when you're already, like, this is people's holiday. I know, but, you know, I will tell you that because of what's happened with the post-pandemic and people maybe not staying with their jobs anymore, those wonderful people, we all know in all, you know, whatever work that you are in, 
some of those really interconnector people that would make sure that that was done are they're no longer yeah. around and all the downsizing right. that's exactly right everything's yeah. piecemeal together right. happening companies all over the the country really. all over the place yeah. yeah right well now they're paying for that mess up and that's why they yeah. released the entire apology letter from the ceo so hopefully changes are made and something like this i mean if it does happen because of weather mm-hmm it's not going to be this bad. Uh, so for people traveling through Union Station, you may have always noticed some artwork that's been there since 2015. Uh, there's a Reddit thread, though, that's now going viral with hundreds of comments on it about this particular piece that people are calling depressing and unsettling. They're saying it sparks no joy, and they're calling for it to be removed. So it's called Zones of Immersion, and it's kind of like sketches on glass of people on the subway. It's not colorful at all. It doesn't really evoke any sort of feeling of happiness. It's just commuters who, if we're being honest, they they look like this while commuting. So the person who sketched this is the artist, Stuart Reed. He won an international contest, and he was commissioned to create a permanent installation. So this is what it is. And he spent hours sketching people while on the subway. <laughs> um, but if we're being honest, also, again, it does. Some of them do look kind of haunting. Uh-huh. I, I just emailed it to you, Jamar Maryland. Yeah, so you I get saw to take that. a look. Looking at it. And, um, but I think that this is just the artist's style. Yeah. Um, there's even some poems to accompany the illustrations. And one of the poems says, where do you look? You can't look at the people across or behind, up or down, too intently. They get creeped out, yet they're right in front of you. <laughs> so I guess he doesn't want to look at anyone. He gets creeped out. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to creep all of you out. Oh. And that's his artwork. Can you imagine like being stressed from your commute, you know? Wet, and then seeing these images. Wet and cold. I know. Walking through Union Station. And you look at these like sketches, which essentially look like penciled war refugees or something like that. Yeah, it <laughs> just, it looks it's like. not happy. It does not, like I said, does not evoke any sort of happy emotion from you. I no. get it. I get it. Not a way to start or end your day. But I mean, hey, this guy did win yeah. an international okay. contest. Okay. And this okay. is going to be a permanent installation. So maybe put permanent. Some nice, <laughs> maybe, maybe can you just put like a speaker and play, you know, our music there just to kind of lighten the load. Right. Right. While you're waiting, you know. Some color wouldn't hurt, though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but that is what's trending. When you wake up, when you wake up, wake up, Toronto. Wake up, baby. It's Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. I wake up early every morning. Wake up. On Chum. We haven't talked about Elon Musk in a while. So I know. Let's bring it back to Elon. Elon has just broken a record, according to Guinness and their Book of World Records. He is now, well, he's no longer the richest person on Earth. Right. Um, but he is now holder of the record for most money lost, most personal wealth lost ever. Uh, he His net worth plummeted by $183 billion in aye, just one year. Yeah, aye, yeah, yeah. Ugh. You know, billionaires had a bad year in 2022. Sure. They did. And he was number one. Like, he I know he likes to one. be talked about. I don't know if this is the list he wants to be on or, well, I'm, I'm sure the facts are pretty straight. But, you know, he's not alone, Jamar. Jeff Bezos lost $80 billion. Was this divorce stuff or was it? Uh, I don't know. They don't say why. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg lost $78 billion. Wow. Uh, Larry Page, I don't know, a co-founder member of Google, he lost forty billion. It's still hurting me. 
Phil Knight, Nike, right, Chair? He lost $18.3 billion. And then uh, Leonard Lauder, who's for the Estee Lauder companies that own everything, pretty oh. much everything, they lost $9.8 billion. But to be number one, one, one on the most personal losses. And yet I hear the news. I don't know how business works, clearly. They're expanding Tesla and the factories. I'm like, okay, this is about personal uh, wealth. Yeah. I mean, I can't, I mean, that affects me when I can't find a $20 bill that I had in my pocket the other day. Where did I put it? You know? Well, I, I'll tell you what. We need to put a search party together and find all these billions. <laughs> I'd like to find. Where are they? I like some of it. Where do they go? Twitter? Yeah, uh, I, I guess so. I don't know. know. Yep. But, but there you go. We're going to, you know, maybe he's going to call in and want to play the birthday jackpot. Uh, I, I highly doubt that. Okay. Elon Musk sneezes $5,000. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. But I mean, listen, if you could lose that much money, I mean, and still be rich, I mean, are you doing that bad? I don't think so. Yeah. But do you lose sleep? I don't know if he lose sleep. I don't know if he does. billion. He's such a risk taker. He's going, okay, that was today. What about tomorrow? Right? I don't know. That's how he rolls. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know, let me know. Super Bowl ads are getting underway, and I guess because it's Valentine's Day weekend, a lot of them are kind of couple-based. Oh, uh, yeah. So Cardi B and her husband, Offset, they shot one um, Valentine's Day themed again, McDonald's commercial, and it looks like Ben Affleck and maybe Jennifer Lopez are also shooting something for Dunkin' Donuts. So there's this photo, well, there's several photos circulating on social media from yesterday. Uh, ben Affleck was seen working at Dunkin' Donuts drive through window in Massachusetts. <laughs> Uh, basically just surprising customers. So he was wearing a complete uniform, the black visor, the matching black T-shirt. I posted a photo to the Chum 145 Twitter page if you haven't seen it yet. Um, and it's actually Ben and Jen at the window. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez uh. is just wearing a turtleneck. She's not in gear, but... Ben is, and they just look kind of cute. I just posted yeah. it to the Chum 1045 Twitter page. Wow. Um, the person who tweeted out, her name's Victoria Price, and she said, imagine ordering your coffee extra hot and Dunkin' Donuts is like, bet. And then you drive up, and it's Ben and Jen. Hopefully, they could do Tim Hortons next. Imagine driving up to your local Tim's, and it's Ben and Jen. Can you imagine? Kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, the Golden Globes were last night. And for an award show that didn't really have a lot of buzz surrounding it, it definitely was super star-studded last night. If you want to know what movies you should watch since these were the big winners, The Banshees of Inisherin for musical comedy, they won. And The Fablemans for drama, Steven Spielberg also won Best Director for that one as well. Angela Bassett won Best Actress in a Supporting Role, and she's also the first actor to win a major individual acting award for a Marvel film. We embarked on this journey together with love. We mourned, we, we loved, we healed, and we were surrounded each and every day by the light and the spirit of Chadwick Boseman. And we have joy in knowing that, well, with this historic Black Panther series, it is a part of his legacy that he helped to lead us to. We showed, we showed the world what black unity, leadership, and love looks like beyond, behind, and in front of the camera. Anytime Chadwick is mentioned, it's an emotional time for a lot of people and yeah. really just hits you right in your heart. It is yeah. wild how the Black Panther uh, franchise is like pretty much the most taken serious of the marvel movies now right that is the breaking one. barriers breaking barriers winning awards in a in a in a place where you know uh marvel movies don't really exist. they really don't exist in the award shows right black panther is the one that's awesome
Uh, Michelle Yao, she also proved once again what a powerhouse she is. She won for Best Performance by an Actress in a Musical or Comedy Motion Picture for her role in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. And one of the highlight moments of her speech was that she said, I remember when I first came to Hollywood. It was a dream come true until I came here. Someone said to me, you speak English? And then I said, yeah, the flight here was about 13 hours long, so I learned. She also added in that she turned 60 last year and that women can relate, that the opportunities get smaller as the days and years go by. But this movie, um, once again, everything, everywhere, all at once, she called it a gift and she said it came along. So while she's doing her speech, the Golden Globes tried to kind of play her off the stage during her acceptance speech, and she wasn't going to allow it. Then along came the best gift, everything, everywhere, all at once. Shut up, please. (laughs) (laughs) I I can beat you up, okay? And that's serious. And I thank you, A24. Again, Michelle Yeoh, what a powerhouse. She told them to shut up. Imagine. (laughs) I mean. I can beat you up. And uh, she's really pretty strong, that one. She can. Yeah, she can. So that was just another very funny clip. And she's just, you know, she was excited. And that is what you do when you're being rushed off the stage. Tell them to shut up. Wow. Um, I'm really (laughs) excited about, like, all these people that have been that that won last night. It makes you look at the television and the the films about what to watch and what to look out for in the Oscars, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because these movies weren't even really on my radar. But I think... We got to start taking some of these shows seriously. You got it. <laughs> yeah, got we're it. not on our game, I don't think, right now. But that is what's trending. We'll get there. Well, it's really good to see people. Hey, shut up. I'm not done talking. <laughs> it's really good to see people at the top of their game, especially women. I can beat women. you up. Hey, <laughs> producer, I could beat you up. <laughs> Bring that down. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Podcast Chum 1045. Podcast.